Welcome to the Sacred Ancestry Podcast, a show about discovering the true human potential. Let's dive deep into physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual health. I'm your host, Thomas Worm. As you remember that time you were a lead saw in the shot crew and the saw just quit working and you were a few miles from the trucks? Next thing you know, you're hiking down the mountain and all the way down to the trucks and you had to pull out the field kit for a chainsaw surgery. I know, I've been there. The whole crew is waiting on you and your stomach's just turning with this anxious feeling of like, I gotta get back, right? You started with the basics, a quick chain sharpen, filter cleaning, check the spark plug. There's nothing obvious, so you dumped out the fuel, noticed it was clear, like, oh shit. You put a different fuel in, tried to start it, but the pull cord wouldn't even pull. The engine seized. As you pulled out the piston tool and tore down the chainsaw out of the foundation, you remember seeing a hot ember go into the filter. Your stomach turns even more, knowing that your crew needs you up on the hill. But it's important to have all the saws running, right? And the spare was already down for maintenance. After taking out the piston, it was easy to see the piston had a chunk missing, and all you had to do was swap it out for a new piston. You learned that this was no easy feat in the field, right? You got back to work and kicked some ash for the rest of the day. If your mind is like a chainsaw, then all you need is the right tool to fix the foundation. That tool is the breakthrough session because your subconscious mind is what ignites your life with action. The mechanics of that ignition are your beliefs, values, and emotions. When you release anger, sadness, fear, hurt, and guilt, it's like getting a rebuild from the inside out. The breakthrough session is leadership because when you lead yourself before you lead others, they'll follow, right? So go to Mountain Mind Tricks and click on the discovery session button. Find a time, fill out the form. The discovery session is a free chat about where you are and where you want to be. So go to mountainmindtricks.com and sign up for a discovery session. That's mountainmindtricks.com. Do you have perfect health? Could you improve your sleep, immune system, or energy levels? What about muscle recovery or detoxing from the fire season? I've been using the essential oils for a few months now, and I've been getting perfect sleep. My immune system is top notch, and I feel amazing. Essential oils are plant allies that support our bodies in a million different ways. On Guard supports your immune system. Lemon helps you detox the heavy metals from the smoke, and the peppermint will release your head tension in seconds. Support your healing journey and go to mountainmindtricks.com slash essential-oils. Essential oils are hundreds of pounds of pure organic plant material pressed into a tiny amount of liquid, which means the essential oil is a powerful ally. So go to mountainmindtricks.com slash essential-oils. That's mountainmindtricks.com slash essential-oils. I'm so excited for my guest today, uh, fellow student, fellow friend, amazing person, uh, Melissa Machant, and she's an entrepreneur and master practitioner in NLP, hypnosis, and mental emotional release. And I think I got your name right, but maybe I didn't. So could you introduce yourself and um, just let us know how you got here, how you got into NLP, how you got into real estate and sales and everything that you're doing now and how you got here? 
Absolutely. And I am excited to be here because, yes, we go way back to where it all started at NLP practitioner training. And so my name is Melissa Machat, and uh, I basically grew up in a performance background, theater and dance, musical theater. That was my life. I went to to college to get a degree in theater. (laughs) So uh, basically, I ended up – I grew up in Los Angeles, moved to Las Vegas because I wanted to audition for the shows. It was a much lower cost of living. And so uh, my boyfriend at the time, now husband, we actually picked up and moved to Las Vegas about 12 years ago. And I was auditioning for shows. I actually got a job dealing cards in a casino because I was always – so this is what's kind of funny looking back. I was always kind of a hustler, do whatever it takes to make money, very driven by money because I never had it. And so I always wanted it. Uh, And I decided that I needed a real job. And so I ended up getting my real estate license uh, about 11 and a half years ago and Had no idea it was commission only. Didn't know anything about the industry. I just, someone at my blackjack table honestly told me I had a perfect personality for sales. That's where you make a lot of money. I loved looking at houses and I was like, well, why not? So I started my real estate business as a 24-year-old, you know, not understanding anything about it. However, the harder you work, the more you made. And so it was the bottom of the market, you know, the recession, the average sales price in Las Vegas at the time was probably a $100,000 home. So many agents were getting out of the industry and quitting because they were like, I'm not working two, three times as hard to make half the amount. To me, coming from theater and being completely broke, I was like, what are you talking about? This is a lot of money. Like, give me all the, the stuff you don't want. So I built my business really quickly. And again, for someone who's kind of a hustler, you know, wanted to make money, grinded out type person, I ended up working 24-7 and kind of lost myself in the business. And that's kind of what led me on this personal development journey because I woke up one day, it was probably about six years ago, and I was just really unhappy and miserable. And I knew what I needed to do to grow my business even more, yet I wasn't taking action. I wasn't doing it. I felt stuck. I was self-sabotaging. I started making money. And then I was like, but what? what's it all for if I don't have a life and I'm not happy? So it just kind of led me down this road of figuring out what what's really going on. I got into mindset. I didn't know how much – I didn't know personal development existed. I didn't even know about growth versus fixed mindset. And so I got involved – in a lot of different coaching organizations and programs and just kind of became a forever student and, a, and almost addicted to learning and, and wanting to improve and realizing there's so much more to life and like what was missing, which led me to NLP and where we met uh, just over a year ago. And um, that I'd say was the moment that really, really changed my life because NLP gives you the tools and empowers you and educates you so you can do something about it. And I felt like all the other things I had gone to were great information, but I still felt stuck. Like I was really self-aware. I knew I was doing it, but I still couldn't do anything about it. And NLP gave me the tools that were missing and just completely transformed my life. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, so amazing to have, uh, have a fellow student on the show and thank you for being here. And I think, um, you know, Dr. Matt said it so well is that coaching without NLP is just like banging your head against the wall. 
And I think that was a really good metaphor because I was kind of in the same boat of trying this and trying that. And it was like, you know, I wasn't getting the results I wanted until I learned about NLP and I really took on NLP and, and dove into it really deeply. And I think what the deepest part of that, why we weren't getting results in all these other programs is, is this idea of the goal getter and the goal setter. Can you like tell us what that is and how, how that like changed for you with NLP? I am so happy you mentioned that because honestly, that was that was one of the huge moments where I was like, hold on a second. So you're aware, obviously, you have a conscious and an unconscious mind. And what we were taught is that your conscious mind is where you set goals. It's the goal setter. Consciously, how much you want to make, how many in real estate, how many deals you want to do in your business, how much, you know, how many clients you want. Like those are all conscious decisions. Even if it comes to health and fitness, I want to go to the gym X amount of days. I want to eat a certain way. Like everything in your life that you're consciously deciding is is part of your goal setting, conscious, you know, decision making. And what they taught us was that unconsciously is where your self-talk, your beliefs, your habits, your basically everything buried underneath the surface is actually what controls what you take action on. It's the goal getter. And that was, I heard her, it's funny, I had heard it before, but I didn't really understand it the way I did when we were in our training where what they're really saying is if you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, there is actually something subconsciously that is holding you back. It's not a lack of, it's not that you're lazy. It's not a lack of discipline or I'm just not motivated or, you know, I know what I need to do, but something, you know, I just need more accountability. I need more force. I need more pressure. It's no, there's something subconsciously that is actually preventing you from taking action. And it means you're out of alignment. And I had just never really understood that before until we were in our training. And that to me was kind of a game changer. Yeah. So powerful. And that, you know, that feeling of you're out of alignment because you're not doing what you want to do, but you have this goal. And it's like, it's kind of this murky water that I think so many people are on. And like, I think to me in the best example I can think of is like weight loss. Like, yes, I want to lose weight. I want to do, you know, eat healthy. And there's so many people out there that while they're saying this, they're walking to the fridge and eating the food that they shouldn't be eating. And it's like, what is actually happening here? And when I learned NLP as a coach after weight loss coaching, it was like, oh, it's the unconscious thing that's going on. There's something so much deeper, you know, that's, that's holding somebody back or that's, um, you know, that's, basically changing the business from what they want it to be to something that it's that it's being that it's it's not really fulfilling itself because it's there's this really deep hidden oftentimes it's very hidden from yourself it's hard to see yourself isn't it absolutely and we all have blind spots and i think that's what was such a huge aha is we just think there's something wrong with us. We just think we need accountability. We need, you know, more just, dis- I mean, I hear it all the time from clients, from real estate agents, from people I talk to, like, 
oh, I'm just lazy. I must be lazy. Or, oh, I just may not, must not want it badly enough. Or I don't know, maybe I just need more accountability. I need someone to force me to do it. And when I hear that, I'm like, time out. That's actually not the case. There's something, like you said, kind of hidden and so deep that you aren't even consciously aware that that's what's driving you. And I see it in sales. I see it in, like you said, fitness and health. I see it in career. That there, that's what I think is just so mind-boggling is that there is something so deep within you that's a belief, that's an old pattern, that's an old you know, thought process that is actually what's holding you back. It's not consciously you. Right. And so just to give the audience an example, I mean, just for me personally, like, you know, I've been building a business for coaching for like almost two years now and everything was, um, you know, I had a couple clients here and there. And then after my breakthrough session, it's like all of a sudden I've got my, my calendar's full. I like, I'm totally full. It's like, everything's just fallen into place. And it's because we've through the breakthrough sessions, we've realigned everything subconsciously. We've changed so much in that in that protocol that um, it's just easy to get what you want after after the breakthrough session, and it's so powerful. But I think what it gets down to is is you know what do you believe and what are your values? And for me, the biggest thing, I I think one of the biggest things in my session was um, I moved my value for money from like you know, down in the bottom to like, I don't really care about money to like, uh, maybe it's like the sixth or fifth most important thing to me in life. And that may sound kind of like greedy, but it's not like, like money, it's abundance, right? Yes, exactly. Oh, I love that you mentioned that. Cause I think that is one of the coolest tools that we learned. And Funny enough, anyone that is having a money block or a career block, let's just say it's it's they're stuck in their career. They're not where they want to be. They know they're capable of so much more. In the work I've been doing since then as well with breakthrough sessions, what I found never fails. Money is not even showing up as one of their values. And so their behavior is not going to is not going to represent anything that is about making money because it's, you know, like you just said, it wasn't important to you. You don't want to be greedy, right? And and it's not that that money is you have to be driven to make money. No, if, if the money value is too high, that that's where you get into trouble. <laughs> that's where you will literally, you know, like sacrifice your life, your family, friends, everyone around you just to make money. That's that's not exactly what we're talking about here. Um, but I, I find that I love that you said that because yeah, when you move the value up, all of a sudden things changed, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. And and now I'm not afraid to say like, yes, I am selling you something in in a in, like I'm selling you right now. Like I'm selling you to change your life. Like I'm willing to take money from you for a breakthrough session. And that was really hard for me before, like taking money as a, you know, quote unquote healer or coach or whatever it is, was, it felt really like unorthodox or felt weird. And now it's like, no, this is normal. Like I'm providing somebody such a powerful service. And, and so I kind of want to sidestep just a little bit and feel free to comment on what I said, but I want to get into like the mindset of sales. Cause I think that's kind of where we're heading is that you know, the mindset of, you know, before the call starts, before you're walking to the house with a client in real estate, like that mindset is so important to how that conversation is going to go, right? A hundred percent. So 
basically that's something I hear all the time is I, you know, I'm not good at sales or I hate sales or I don't want to be a pushy salesperson. Or like you said, like, especially in the coaching healer, you know, community, it's like, well, I feel bad that I'm like asking for money for, for my services. And I think the mindset behind it, and especially, yes, I did learn it in the real estate space, but I'm also uh, transitioning it into coaching and providing these types of services too. And it's really about helping people. And it's really about what is it that they need in order to get them where they want to go? And are you able to help them get there? And with that type of a context, with that type of kind of a reframe, it's not, oh, I don't want to push something on them. I don't want to, you know, I mean, think about it. If you need a car and you go to the dealership and you kind of know the car you want and the person, you, yes, we get bad reputations of being a, you know, sleazy salesperson or a pushy salesperson. Well, yeah, if they're not listening to you, they're not asking you questions. They don't really care about what you want. They're just trying to push the, the you know, deal of the month or they're trying to push something that's kind of like, I told you I want a SUV and you're pushing me a, a two-door sports car, like, right? Like you're not listening to me. Yeah, that's when it gets pushy. That's when it gets slimy because it's not about you. It's about the salesperson and we call it commission breath. <laughs> like you can tell when someone is desperate to just like make a deal, they're actually not even listening or asking you questions. So I think that's the first step is do you even know what your client needs? Do you even know their challenges? And do you know that like what you provide, what service you offer can actually help them? Right. And I think it's so important to really step into their reality and to really understand what they're thinking and feeling and what are their values? What what is driving their behavior? And, and you know, this is a very NLP word, but like, what's their process? What's their strategy? Like, how are they doing it? And and I think once we find that, you know, you know, key example would be their buying strategy, but like how, how does that all that come together with, uh, with what you've done with sales? So I would say it really is listening and it really is understanding, like you said, where they're coming from, put yourself in their shoes and, and an NLP, I guess, you know, sales tip or sales skills is what kind of language are they using? Are they kinesthetic? Are they auditory? Are they visual? Do they, are they analytical? Do they need data? Do they need numbers? And the only way you're going to find that out is by asking them. So for example, if you say like, you know, tell me what, what's, what's your challenge right now? What's going on? Like, tell me more where, what, what are your goals? Where are you trying to get to? Like, where do you feel stuck? And they say, I feel like something's holding me back. I feel then, you know, they're more of a feel person. So your language coming back to them is make sure you use like, okay, so it, it, feels like this is what's happening. Like that right there is rapport building. That's also speaking their language. That's also communicating the way that they communicate. And it's the same thing if someone says, uh, it sounds like, or this sounds like whatever it may be. Okay. They might be more auditory. If they're like, it, it looks like, or, you know, I want to see it. Like I want to see the facts. I want to see the numbers. Um, so I, I think that it's, the first step really is listening and asking questions to understand what is their challenge? What are they looking for, right? Like what, 
What outcome are you looking for? If we work together, what is it that you want to happen? And that gives you the information you need in order to, you could say, sell them or to explain to them how your services will actually get them what they want. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So building rapport is so important is what it sounds like you're saying. And and so once we have rapport with somebody, I mean, how do you frame the sale? Like we're not really, especially in the the coaching world, we're not selling people anything. All we're doing is we're helping them become their best version of themselves, right? And I think that's that's kind of a frame that I use, but I'm curious on how you use a frame for say real estate versus coaching. Like how are you framing the conversation once you have rapport? So I think with real estate, it, it's almost easier because it's something tangible, right? Like they, they're either looking to buy a home or sell a home. And I was a, a listing, like I worked mostly with sellers and with listings. And I would actually go on appointments and compete against anywhere from 5, 10, I think the most was about 15 other agents that were all trying to get this one seller to list with them. So I'd say my like secret skill was building rapport and listening to them and asking questions. And especially in real estate, again, it's a little different from the coaching services, but I'll get to that in a second. But with real estate, it can be a little bit of an ego uh, game of look how great I am, look how many homes I sell, look how much I spend on marketing, I'm the number one agent. Like it's There's a lot of that kind of fluff in ego uh, in the industry. And so when I'd come in and I cared more about building rapport and asking questions and, you know, for example, you know, Mr. Seller, what, what is it that you're looking for in an agent? What is it about your past experience that didn't go well that you want to see differently this time? And they would just tell me. They would say, you know, they didn't communicate with me and I felt like I never knew what was going on and they never answered their phone. Okay, so can I tell you how we actually have a communication guarantee where you're going to be hearing from us Uh, do Fridays work for you every single Friday at this time with an update, we're also going to be up. So I would basically handle their, their complaint or what went wrong last time by telling them all the things I'm going to do to make sure that doesn't ever happen to them again. So does that kind of help (laughs) with, yeah. And so with a sales, you know, with a, with a service, with a coaching, same type of thing, like okay, so you're telling me that you feel like you are blocked in your career and that you feel like you're kind of self-sabotaging and holding yourself back. So if I were able to help you break through that, so you, and you even said something earlier I wrote down, I love so much, to make it easy to get what you want after we work together, wouldn't it be worth the investment to change your life and make sure that you get whatever it is you set your mind to? Yeah. Yeah. You're a master of this because you just (laughs) sold me and uh, it's so important. And, and I think for people that are listening that don't have the NLP or not really sure what we're talking about, the language patterns and all that, it's all about listening to the person and letting them tell you exactly what do you want, what they want, and then giving it to them. Right. I mean, that's, that's what you're saying. Exactly. And here's the thing. I've actually, by doing this and listening and asking questions, I have had people who were interested in working with me and I was asking questions and it didn't, it didn't seem like I could help them, right? It made it clear because the last thing we want to do is work with somebody that we actually can't help, or maybe we're not the best 
fit for. And so to me, having a a screening process, having kind of, we call it pre-qualifying, but qualifying your clients to make sure you are confident in being able to help them. So to me, it's not about sales and whether you're good or not good at it or not. It's truly being confident in yourself and what you provide and the services you provide. And same thing when it comes to asking for money, you have to be confident in saying that number. And if you're not, then lower the number. And this might not be what people suggest, but this is my suggestion. Lower the number until it is something you're confident in. Even if it's small and it's just, hey, you know what? I'm going to just get comfortable with this and then I'm going to raise it. And then I'm going to get comfortable with that and then I'll raise it again. Because if you aren't confident, people feel it. And especially me in the business, you know, being in sales, I can hear it. I can see it in their body language. I can feel it where someone is like, so, um, okay, so it's going to cost um, – and, um, you know, but if you need to make payments or, you know, if that, like you almost start to like show your, um, lack of confidence in it and, and people do it all the time. And I almost want to say like, stop, don't, don't, don't say that. Don't do that because I can give a quick example. So Tom, you know, it sounds like I can really help you. And, you know, I'm sure you're wondering what the cost is. And, um, so it's, uh, a breakthrough session is um, five thousand dollars, and um, it, you know. But if you need, if you need to break it up, or if you need to make payments, you know, if if you need to come up with like a payment plan to make it easier, you know, or maybe if you sign today, I, I could give you a little bit of a discount. Like, how does that make you feel when you hear me talk like that? Right, right, and just your tone is like, wait a minute, what's happening? Like, are you, do I want to do this or not? Yeah. yeah, I can, I can hear that for sure, and. And I've struggled with that in the past. Like, definitely, I've done that before. I've definitely oh, done that guilty. with a client. We're all guilty. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it's uh, it's hard to just say that number like with power. And I guess I'm curious on: Do you wait to the last second to say your price, to say your offer, mm-hmm. or like how does that come up? Like, where? Like, so many times, you know, there's messages I get like, "Well, what's the price?" Like, first thing, it's like, "Well, we haven't yeah. even talked about what the services." What do you do about that? Oh, that's such a great question because I personally am a, like, I want the facts. I want to know it up front. I want to know before we even get on the phone. Like I'm, I'm that person, right? So in my mind, it's kind of like, I'd rather have all the information before I even talk to you. And on the flip side, like you said, like, okay, well, if I just gave you the price, but I don't even know what your challenge is, I don't know if, if I can even help you. Like, how is that giving the client the best, you know, best service or best, uh, I guess you could say, opportunity? So what I, I personally think, and this is what I'm going to start doing moving forward as well, is if you're interested in services to actually have like a questionnaire or screening or some type of form to fill out where they get to actually answer questions to to show you if they're even on the right track or not. Is this someone like, okay, this sounds like something I could do, or eh, I have some more questions about this. So kind of that qualifying, like pre-qualifying. And then what I've seen a few people do that I've really appreciated, and I kind of, I kind of like it. So I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to model it. It's going to say copy it, but let's call it model it is uh, they, you know, you're interested. Great. Fill out this form to set up a call. And I filled out the form And then when I was done filling out the form and answering all these questions in great detail, 
Then it sent me something saying, great, before we set up a call, here is uh, our pricing. Here is some examples of our packages. And it would say like starting at, right? So it was kind of showing you that it was depending on what you needed. And yeah, these might be more like service. Um, I should say like, for example, website building or, you know, maybe a tangible product. So, so depending what you need, the package could go up. Um, but even in a coaching setting, if you said, you know, okay, well, my services or packages are between, depending what you need between this and this, um, if this still works for you, then here's my calendar link and let's set up a call. So you could do it that way. Uh, some people I know feel better by talking first and actually finding out, you know, finding out the problem, finding out the challenge. And then at the end of the call, they say, kind of a like, okay, well, here's my pricing. I say you have to go with what feels right for you. I personally don't want to get on a call with someone if they don't even know like a range of what I charge because I don't know. That's just me. (laughs) That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think before I really dove deep into NLP and everything, like I can tell you, I, I was doing 10, 12 sales calls a week for coaching. And it was just like, I wasted so much time. I probably sold one of those, you know? And it's like, that's 12 hours of time of just talking to people. And um, I learned that lesson very hard that it's uh, the pre-qualifying is so important. Cause like I said, I wasted so much of my time last year, just talking to so many people. And it's great to talk to people, but you just start to drain yourself listening to everybody's, you know, horrible stories in their life going on, right? It's It can be a drag to go through all those sales calls and then not to sell anything. Like it's hard, right? That's so, going to mess with your mindset for sure. Absolutely. So how do you come back from something like that? Like how, like how would you coach somebody to say like, you know, now you, you have some tools we've already talked about that's going to change a lot, but like, how do you like change like their mindset in the calls? What would you a great question. So I think I think this might this might get a little like whether you want to call it masculine energy or very like, you know, salesy, but it at the end of the day it is a numbers game. And so I think it's understanding that you may not be the right fit for 100% of the people that come to you and vice versa. 100% of the people that come to you may not be a right fit for you either. And so if you kind of look at it like this is a little bit of a numbers game. Yes, we are here to make a difference and impact people and help people, but we also can't help everyone. And some people don't really want help. They just want more people to convince and share their story of why their life is the way it is. And maybe they aren't really ready for change. So yes, you need to have a process. You need to have a a system in place, whether it's screening questions, whether it's they have to fill out something and kind of show you. Uh, I talked to someone who said they, they make a very extensive questionnaire. It's very long because they want to make sure whoever is going to get on a call with them that they're serious, that if there's too many questions and it's too in-depth and they're like, I forget it, I don't need to do that, then it's kind of filtering for you in advance. So to me, by having kind of a qualifying questions, screening process, filter system, by the time you get on the call with them, it, it shouldn't really be about selling. It shouldn't really be about, you know, 
uh, hearing their entire life story, it, it could be very, I guess, efficient in saying like, I got your questionnaire. It sounds like this is what's going on, or it feels like this is what's going on, or it, it, it looks like this is what's happening. And, um, and then sharing how you can actually help them. And, you know, and then the close would be, so I, it's showing confidence. Like I'm confident that what I offer is going to make a difference in your life. And you did say you're tired of holding yourself back, right? And they're going to be say, yeah, I'm over it. Okay. So to move forward and make it easy to, and Tom, these are your words that I seriously wrote down because I love it so much to make it easy to get what you want in your life and it flows and it's effortless and it's, and it's simple. And that's what you said you wanted. It is $5,000 for this breakthrough session. And when are you ready to get started? Boom. Yeah, that's a sale right there. Just that confidence in your voice is so different from what you said earlier. And, and I love that. And so I kind of want to get into the structure of, of a sales call of like, you know, I, I've gone through a business coaching system. I've been coached by people that, you know, sell, you know, $100,000 worth of coaching a year. And it's like, I felt like there was a lot of sliminess to that, but there was some good things of like, there's the gap, like we have to build the gap. And I, I'm, I imagine you've definitely heard that term of, you know, this is where they are, this is where they want to be and you fill the gap. And, and so I'm curious on like the structure of your sales calls, like tell us more. So you're a hundred percent correct. There, there is a gap between where they are today and where they want to go. And if you don't know what that gap is, if you, again, haven't listened or asked enough questions to understand a little bit about why maybe they're holding themselves back or what it is or, or what's stopping them, like as a coach, as a, as a healer, as a, you know, a person that can help transform someone's life, you know, when you talk to someone, if you're like, oh, I could, oh yeah, this will totally help you, right? Like, you know, and then if you almost have that gut feeling of like, eh, is it, is this something like I had, I remember distinctly two calls where I was like, oh, I don't know if, if this is a good fit. It sounds like they aren't ready to release that story. They, they like that they've been everywhere and they've seen everyone and nothing's worked. Right. So what makes me different? How am I going to help them? Because it's almost like a challenge. Well, how are you going to help me? Because I've been all these amazing people and, and it didn't really work. And it was a moment where I was like, do I even want to work with this person? <laughs> so I think that when it comes to a structure of a sales call, we need to come from it of, do I want to work with this person? Can I help this person? And are they an ideal fit for me? Not desperate, like, well, I need business and I just need to say yes so I can get experience. And, you know, it sounds like maybe I can help them, maybe I can't. But you know what? If, if they want to work with me, I'm going to say yes anyway. And look, we all learn the hard way. We all pay our dues. We all, that's, to me, I call it a business decision. If you're like, you know what? I want the experience and I'm going to just go with it so I get that experience because experience will lead to confidence too. So as far as like a structure of a sales call, to me, it's more investigating, like, do I want to work with this person? And it's not getting on a sales call to convince them to work with me or what I do. I want them to know that already. It's almost like the sales call is just to tie up details, clarifying questions, loose ends. It's not to pitch them. It's not to talk about how, you know, 
what you do. I, I want them to know that before we even get on the phone. So to me, yeah, it's, it's making it more efficient. Um, so tell me if that, if that like gave you a little bit of the structure you were looking for, if you want me to keep going deeper. No, that's beautiful because I think uh, exactly like you're saying is this pre-qualification has to be so strong that they're and so much, I think there's like what your friend was doing with the really long questionnaire is, is brilliant because it's like most people's attention span is about two minutes, maybe. And so if you're asking them to do a 15 minute long, you know, questionnaire form, it's like, yeah, they're either really committed or they really want your service or, you know, they're going to be a good fit. Right. So I think that overall, you know, pre-qualification system is really the real structure, not the sales call is what I'm hearing. Electromagnetic frequencies, or EMFs, are affecting your body right now. The World Health Organization reports that EMFs can cause headaches, anxiety, depression, nausea, fatigue, loss of libido, and sleep disturbances. What if you could protect yourself from the EMF fogs and the 5G rollouts? I've been trying products from Essential Vibes and I noticed a huge difference. The live blood tests show that your blood flow increases with less globules. You sleep better, have more balance, and the muscle testing proves this. So go to mountainmindtricks.com slash EMF protection to learn more. I was so impressed with these products, I had to add this to my natural wellness program. So check out Essential Vibes and go to mountainmindtricks.com slash EMF protection. That's mountainmindtricks.com slash EMF protection. Yes. And giving them, I've even had it where someone had, and again, you have to do what feels right for you, but I had someone where, you know, you filled out the questionnaire and then once you did, you got a confirmation and a video. And in the video, it was like, this is what we're going to go over in our call. This is what you can expect. Um, I've seen some with like, you know, frequently asked questions and, you know, they pretty much took all of the objections out and put it in like an email format. And you don't even have to make it fancy, right? If you're like, oh gosh, I don't want to be on video. That's it's fine. What if you just wrote out like, you know, to prepare for our call, here's what's going to happen. Here's what, you know, here's the information. Here's the frequently asked questions and, you know, come with your questions to the call. You know, is there anything, and I, even in a, if I want to go back to real estate with like a listing presentation, I would actually pre-qualify them over the phone. I would then send them information. I'd either drop it off at their door or email it to them. And then I would call back the next day and say, hey, did you have a chance to look through everything? And did any other questions come up for you? So in a coaching setting, you could probably do that via email or however you want to do it. But I almost called back to confirm and I called back to say like, hey, did any other objections come up so I can know about them before I get there? Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, it's so important to, you know, like you said, have those experiences in business of doing the wrong thing to see the right thing. And and what you're saying is so much more clear to me now after um, what I did last year, it just wasn't working. And, and uh, yeah, and it's like you said, it's, um, it's really all about the, the goal getter and the goal setter, like we said in the beginning, and the mindset, the mindset is huge. And so tell us more of, you know, what's the mindset of, of going into a sales call or during a sales call and after a sales call? So I really think you have to have, again, that context of 
it is a numbers game and and it's it's not a hundred percent necessarily. Maybe it's ninety, maybe it's ninety-nine, but if someone had 10 sales calls and closed all 10, that's amazing. But that also tells me they have a solid process in place before they ever get on a call, right? So the mindset behind it is to not take it so personally if someone says no, or if they aren't ready, or if they can't afford it, or whatever it may be. To me, we hear that. There's no failure. There's only feedback. But what if you actually took your sales calls as feedback? Like, is there a moment that every single time it seems like I get hung up or it feels like we're in rapport and we're moving forward, but for whatever reason, once I say the price, I get the same exact response every single time. Well, that gives you feedback of what you need to work on. That gives you feedback of, okay, if I, like you said, you'd get on like 10 to 12 sales calls and maybe only book one of them. So that's feedback of what am I doing? What is my process? What am I asking? What am I saying? Am I confident when I get to the price? Am I, you know, if you keep getting like, oh, you know, I just need to think about it and let, it's a big investment. Let me just talk it over. Let me, let me talk to my spouse. Um, You know, if you get that every single time, then, then maybe you need to share with them a little bit more information up front before they get on the call or something like that. Right. So the mindset is to, to not be so attached and take it personally. Like they said, no, that means, something's wrong with me. Oh my gosh, maybe I'm charging too much. Maybe, you know, like we go into like self-analyzing of like, what, what did we do? What did we do wrong? And I would just shift that a little bit to like, okay, what in my process, what in my system can I upgrade? Or maybe they just weren't the right fit and I don't need to force it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's, uh, you know, for both of us, for, for me specifically, I think with the breakthrough sessions, it's just, there's so much confidence. Like this process is going to completely change your life. And there's no question. There's not even a doubt in my mind that what we're going to do here is going to be so transformational that you're going to tell at least 10 people in your life. Absolutely. And you're going to give me like three clients probably because it's that powerful, right? Yes. And it's letting that confidence come through because here's the thing, you know, the whole like, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't force it to drink, right? Like we we want to help people. We want to make a difference in their life. And yes, we both have been through breakthrough sessions that literally transformed our lives. Like we are not the same people when we first met, right? Like it's it's amazing to see what has happened and, and how we've evolved and changed. And it came from breakthrough sessions. So to me, I agree with you. Like I think everyone needs to experience it because- it literally will change your life. And at the same time, you can't force someone or want someone to change. Like you can't want it for them more than they want it for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, just like you're saying, we can't, you know, we can lead them and we guide them through the breakthrough and we can't do the breakthrough for them either, you know, and having that uh, 100% readiness in the client. And I think that comes back to, I just love the idea of, um, you know, building my process even better because I think there's, there's room to grow in the, the pre-qualification for me of, you know, is this person actually 100% ready? Have they gone to every 
holistic doctor, MD, therapist in the entire world. They're like challenging me. Well, can you do it? You know, like you said, like there's people out there that we just don't want to work with because it's just not going to work out. And there's people that we can absolutely help because we know exactly what's happening and we know exactly how to change it for them. Exactly. It's so true. And and listen to your gut too, because like I said, like those that was some of my first sales calls with those two people I mentioned. And and in in my mind, I was like, but I really want to get clients. I want to get clients. Like, and again, I'm in sales. I do the same thing. I learned the hard way, right? It's not like I'm immune to this now just because I'm in a new business. I didn't even realize all this knowledge translates directly. In my mind, it was like the same thing. Well, it's this much, but if you can't do it, like I did the exact same thing, even with these, this knowledge, <laughs> just to be, be transparent. It's not like I have it all together either, um, but I'm learning too. And with those two people in in my gut, it was like, walk away. This is not like literally they just, they're telling you like a test, right? They're testing you. You do not need to say yes to this. And I was still trying to like push the sale and I can help you. And yes. And yeah. And luckily it didn't work out. They did not, you know, they did not, uh, take the offer. And I'm so grateful because again, one of them, I kept asking questions and I was like, oh no, no, no. I, this, no, mm -mm, this isn't it. This is not something that I can help you with. And so just, yeah, like you said, having a stronger system in place or screening process. And again, not being so attached to the outcome and not taking things so personally if they do say no, or it's not the right fit. Right. And I really want to get back to the offer. I think that was a key word. And and looking at the offer, like, do you have a process or a strategy for either saying the offer for um, developing your offer? Like, tell us more about your offer in, in like the way you present it. So I'm working out a few things with some new offers coming up. So just since we've been talking about breakthrough sessions, I'll stick with that. Uh, I would say that the strategy for that is is just to be confident and explain, like not over-explain it. So, you know, I want them to almost have all the information before we're even talking. I guess that's my answer is I, I also had someone who in their questionnaire at the very bottom, it said, just so you know – uh, packages are between, you know, 5,000 and 7,500. Are you ready to make this type of investment? So before I even booked any, and there was one that the, it said like 10,000 plus. And I was like, oh no, no, that's not what I'm spending on a website right now. <laughs> right. I was like, thank you for telling me. So I didn't waste anyone's time, mine or yours getting on a call because that is not in my budget. Uh, and so yeah, I would say when it comes to the offer, it's another thing is being confident in what what it is. So if you if you hesitate with 5000, okay, what price would you not hesitate at? Is it 3000? Do you need to do a couple at 3000 and work your way up? Is it 2500? Like there's no right or wrong answer. It's what it's what's right for you. Yeah, absolutely and and I think uh you know, something I ran into as well, like building this business was that, uh, when I offered, like I had a coach tell me like, well, you should offer less. You should offer way less, like offer. I think I was down to like $50 an hour for coaching last year at some point. And yeah. And it, it felt like, um, 
like all of a sudden there was like this devaluing of the self, right? Like, what am I doing at this price? And it was so, um, such an amazing lesson to have. And I just wanted to share that because for all the coaches listening, it's like, when you don't get paid for what you're doing, like what you're supposed to get paid, you're just reinforcing a negative belief or a negative feeling of like, you know, are, do you deserve that $2,500? Do you deserve that 5,000? Like, and it's not about that. It's like, what do you want? And when we don't set the price that we want, we really have a, we have something to look at inside of ourselves, don't we? Absolutely. And it's so true. It works both ways, right? If you're if you're asking too much and you don't feel confident in it, it it's not going to work. And if you're asking too little and you don't feel right about that either, it's not it's also going to work against you, right? So it really is finding that what are you confident? What what feels and I I am a feeler. I know I say it all the time, but like what feels right for you? And start there and just be confident in it. And then if you want kind of a, uh, I guess, a strategy or something, I've seen this work really, really well. And it's totally sold me like every single time whenever I it's used on me. So I want to share it real quick is let's say it's a breakthrough session and it's, you know, $5,000. So what you could do is I've seen this a lot as well. Look, so there's two options. You can pay in full today. And if you do, you get a bonus right? I'll, I'll get an extra follow-up or whatever that looks like. If you pay in full and you get a bonus, or if you prefer a payment plan, then, then it's actually going to come out to, you know, they basically break up the payments, but they increase it. So they might end up paying 5,500 or 6,000, but it's broken up into payments if that's easier for them. That's not a lack of confidence. That's just giving them two options. What works better for you? Yeah, absolutely. And and I think having the offer broken up into options, I think is really important in, in having uh, something they can, you know, for one to two types of people, right, that have maybe different financial backgrounds. I To me, that's really important. What do you think? I agree. Yeah, it's basically like have options for someone to make it easier for them to say yes. And what's interesting is when you give a bonus, I do find that like, well, I'll just pay in full so I get the extra session. <laughs> right, right. And I think there's there's so many uh, so many sales tactics in that of kind of creating urgency or um, whatever you want to call it, but it works. I mean, it, it, we all experience that like Black Friday. We all, oh, it's, it's mm-hmm. on sale today. We better go. It's like this stuff actually works. And so- do you have any like quick tips or anything that could help people um, if they're coaches um, in their sales calls or in their process, like any quick tips that they could use? So I would say the first one is, is listen more and ask more questions and really understand your clients, the gap, understand their needs. Like if you don't have that information, to me, you can't sell your service or product if you don't know that. And that's when it feels salesy is when you're telling someone how amazing a breakthrough session is. And then you come to find out that's like not, they need like couples therapy, not a breakthrough session, right? Or whatever it may be. So the first thing is really understand your client, ask more questions. And the questions can be like, tell me like this problem you have or this challenge, what, I mean, in an NLP, we have like that screening, um, 
you know, script almost, but it's like, tell me like, why, how is this affecting your life? How is this affecting the people around you? What, what would you like to be instead? What is the outcome that you're looking for? How will you know that this worked? Like, what is it that you want to see happen in your life? And they're going to give you all these things, right? Whether I want my life to be easier. I want my life to feel like I'm happy or I feel like things are happening with ease. You literally take that and repeat it back to them. If, by the way, don't be manipulative with this, right? You have to truly, it has to align, right? So if your services do not really provide this, then no, you don't just feed it back to them and tell them what they want to hear. So I do want to give that uh, disclaimer <laughs> that you can absolutely use this in a not, um, you know, not ethical way if you are not truly looking for what's best for the client. So you want to make sure it is like your services, like, like we know that a breakthrough session will provide the answers for, you know what I mean? If that was what they were saying, like they, you know, feel stuck and they don't know what's holding them back and they feel like they want to make more money, but they're uncomfortable making money. Like you and I both know that like a breakthrough session will absolutely clear that up. So it's, it's using their language. It's using what they give you back at them to give the confidence that what you offer is going to help them. Because at the end of the day, we want to feel confident that the person we're hiring or the coach or the healer that's going to help us, I want to feel confident that they're like, yes, this will solve your problem. Yeah, absolutely. And and I'm curious, have you been coaching other coaches or do you work with people that are working on sales and entrepreneurs? So so funny you said that. The messages are coming through loud and clear that that is something I definitely need to uh, start doing more or promoting. I would say right now, a lot of my audience just happens to be real estate agents because that's obviously the industry I've been in for so long and came from. Uh, but as I'm meeting more coaches and entrepreneurs, I'm seeing how much of a need there is for this conversation in this setting because you know, when else would you have learned sales if you didn't come from a sales background? And even in real estate, most people don't come from a sales background. It's, we joke all the time, realtors deny that they're salespeople, you know, like we don't even think we're in a sales job. Um, so, so yeah, I would say that I am starting to speak more and more to the coach entrepreneur space because I'm seeing that this, we need your help. Like we need you out in the world helping people. And if you're afraid and holding yourself back, then that's not helping anyone. Yeah, absolutely. And and where can people find you and get a hold of you? So Instagram right now is kind of the, the best place at Melissa Machat. And you can also text me uh, the word VIP to the number, it's toll free, 833-480-0397. I'll say it one more time, 833 833- 480-0397. If you just text the word VIP, it will add you to my, I guess, you know, contact list. So you know about upcoming trainings and programs and a lot of exciting things coming up in the next couple months. So you'll be the first to know. Oh, that's so awesome. I love that. And uh, anything else? Did I, you know, leave anything out? Is there any questions that I should have asked that I didn't? Is there anything else you want to touch on? That's a great that's a great question right there. I would say just 
keep listening to this and keep asking yourself what feels right. And just because someone else is doing it a certain way does not mean that's the best way for you to do it. So I just would encourage you to get really clear on what is right for you in your business. It's great to model people who are successful, but sometimes we get caught up thinking that it needs to be a certain way. And I would just caution you to get really clear on what it is you want to make sure you're building it the way that that works for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we should touch on one last thing here. And that is, you know, our whole environment changed last March, right with the pandemic. And, and I think there's so many people that have lost their jobs have, you know, have this idea that, you know, sales is dead, you know, the gyms are gone, like, everything's changed. But to me, I think there's, especially in what we're doing with the mental health and the breakthrough sessions, I mean, Um, just generally in the coaching world, there is a major opportunity right now. I just wanted to ask your opinion on on that. I agree that there's more opportunity now more than ever. There are more people who need our help. There are more people who are struggling and suffering and, and their industry got wiped out. I mean, I come from a theater performance art background and like they're closed. It's not like, we'll just get back to work. Like, no, they physically can't. Right. So now all of a sudden you're supposed to reinvent the wheel and go find another job. Like it's absolutely hurt people and rocked people's world and shut businesses down. And and at the same time, it's just such a solid reminder of like, what can I control? And, and to me, I can control my actions. I can control my, maybe not my first thought, but I can control, right? Like my, my mind and what do I need to do to get me to where I want to go? So for the coaches out there, people who are thinking about it, don't hold yourself back. There is a need. There's so many people out there. Don't, I remember being intimidated in the beginning. Like there's so many coaches. What am I doing? Who am I to think that I can coach? What do I even know? How can I coach? And we all have a gift. We all have something to share. And now more than ever, the world needs us. So don't hold yourself back. More people are online more than ever before. Mindset, being quarantined, like people need help. And so I would say the opportunity is actually bigger now than it ever was before. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been so valuable for me and I'm sure the audience is just going to love this. And And thank you so much for, for being here and I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This is an honor and I just am so grateful to have this conversation because I didn't realize how much it really does need to get out there. So thank you. Yeah. And I really hope you come back on the show and we talk more sales and more entrepreneurship and all that, because you're just a powerhouse. I can see how your real estate experience is just going to help you crush the coaching world. Like you're going to have so many clients and, um, just from the bottom of my heart, it was an honor to meet you and to be a fellow student, to have you on the show. And, um, you can find me Thomas and worm on Facebook and mountainmindtricks.com And, uh, Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you found some value. And I just want to encourage you to go out there and find your sacred ancestry, because whatever you think you are, you are so much more than that.